We're back on First Up, Kolnik and Koliakovo. Everyone just moving and shaking here in the studio. This is bad for Bedard. You saw it in the first intermission of last night's Leaf game on TSN 4. And the star of the picture is in studio with us now. It's Jeff O'Neill from Overdrive. You'll see him on Trade Center at 8 a.m. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? I was not the star of that. I literally showed up put my suit on and said, Duffy, what am I doing? <laughs> like, I don't know. I saw you on the whiteboard. You were telling everybody bad, good. <laughs> no, I know. But that's what he told me to write up there. And he raised something. He literally, and you don't want to be, I mean, I was, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. It wasn't good. But I literally was like, Duffy, what do you want me to do here? Because you know he puts his time and he wants it's to. It's unbelievable what he can do. Yeah. I, that that's that video of you in the Studio Six watching Bedard on the big screen, and then celebrating when he scored that big goal with the fist pumps. Yeah, <laughs> Duffy's a, uh, a magician, man, and he can actually his voice is not, it's not bad. bad. It's not bad. He's no Lester McLean. who did a fantastic job in that video. And by but. the way, he deserves all the props for that. I mean, the guy's voice is. Knowledge of hockey and the names and everything was unbelievable. So, did you? You told me that Duffy created that song when he was at the Super Bowl. Yeah, it came to his head at the Super Bowl, (laughs) and then he just comes home and says, "Hey, you got to be here to do this." And then you tape for like a day and a half. Unbelievable. And then he puts it to life. You are a rock star, though. If you missed Bad for Bedard on the broadcast, we have retweeted on the First Up 1050 and TSN 1050 account, so check it out. The O-Dog going full Brad Pitt. That's my comparison for... you. If if someone was to play the O-Dog as an actor, it's Pitt, maybe DiCaprio. But one of those two. Maybe some parts will come up for me. I don't know. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so he was referencing earlier on the the movie Draft Day with Kevin Costner, the Cleveland Browns. Have you seen Which that? is a terrible movie, by the way. It's good because we're sports fans, but it's so stupid. But what if the NHL did a version of that and you were the guy making all the trades? Listen, man, nobody's calling me for that. <laughs> you did say That's... yesterday you want to be on the insider panel, though, today as a GM. I don't... Bothering people for information <laughs> is just not my thing. We had Dregs on. He was talking about how he just pesters people nonstop yeah. for 11 months, culminating with today. And then afterwards, it's like, hey, buddy, sorry about all those texts and DMs about uh, I couldn't imagine. player. No, it's exactly. like 20 different, 32 different people that you're bothering on a daily basis. I mean, I'm sure they have relationships where it's not bothering, but I just I couldn't do that game. Yeah. It's it's a tough one, man. What did you think of the Leafs last night? You did the broadcast. Nice response game. It was a good response game. I'll tell you what, that Calgary team, they got... I mean, (laughs) offensively, I was sitting with Pooley, and I asked him, him and Bob, like halfway through the second, I'm like, I haven't even really noticed Huberdeau. Like, I didn't notice him as an impact player, and... Not even like an impact player, just a guy that was like doing something off- offensively. Just a player. Is it 10-5 he's getting for the next eight years? He hasn't even Starting started yet. Year. <laughs> <laughs> he signed that deal. He's like, ah, all yeah. right, fellas. We'll see you in eight years. Let's cash some checks. But it was a good response just to get the win and kind of get, like when you get a bunch of new guys like that and they all show up at the same time, to get that victory right away, yeah. I mean, you know what it's like. You don't want it to be like, oh, what the hell are we doing here? What have we done? Two games now going into Vancouver, two losses. Yeah, and I'm not trying to be stupid with this, but they probably got into Vancouver somewhat early last night. Get the boys out just to have maybe a late dinner, 
and just talk about stuff. I'm not talking about Roxy. It. Maybe the Roxy. For a little, a, a little peek, just little to peak. get out and and say, guys, let's just go out as a team, and just so you can shoot the breeze and everybody can talk. And you know, there was a lot of people making. Uh, note of the fact that they were in Seattle for a couple days going to a concert. God, almost seems got like so much airtime. It's so <laughs> right? ridiculous. Springsteen. Like, but they went to a Springsteen concert, right. man. But it's what like I was, that... my point is, is that it's almost the best spot to have all these new players come in on the road where you're basically forced because there's no family around yeah. to do team bonding together. I don't know. It seems like everybody's kind of into themselves a little bit these days like it just seems like you know we all used to walk into the rink together it seems like guys are on their phones it seems like everybody's their own little industry and it's tough yeah. to get any kind of team thing i don't know how the dynamic of the leafs dressing room but it would probably be a good idea last night to just get the guys out and just do something jeff o'neill our guest in studio you're listening to first up on tsn 1050 jeff we saw luke shen make his maple leafs debut last night and in the first intermission the interview with mark masters talked about what it means for him to be back in toronto how incredible it is you're a guy who grew up in the area played with the leafs later in your career i'm sure you can definitely have a similar feel you can understand exactly empathize with what luke shen was feeling last night just the pride of putting on that jersey for a second time for him uh, I guess first time for you. you. Can take us back to your first game as a Leaf and what it meant to you. It was an exhibition game in Hamilton, and I remember I almost teared up like putting my jersey on at Cops Coliseum. I was sitting beside Steve Thomas in an exhibition game. It was just real special to me. I played in Carolina for such a long time, and not that you get stale, but you're just used to a certain thing, and you show up to training camp, and it's like the, the same jersey, the same guys, and... I came here under difficult circumstances, but to put the jersey on is pretty special. And for Luke, he, t he talked about it with Masters last night. It's the second go-around, and he understands how important it is to put the jersey on. And not only this time, it's with a quality team. Yeah. Because he they was a bit of a rodeo his first time around here. Where you, you I was there, yeah. His rookie season. I was there with Ron Wilson and that crew and... Yeah, that was a bit of a rodeo, so yeah. he's probably pretty happy to just have a chance to get back in the playoffs. The one thing with him, though, it's just because he's got the name notoriety in this market, it, it doesn't make him a first-pairing defenseman. No. Like, they throw him out there with Morgan Riley last night. It's like fans can't expect this guy to be a, a top ND because that's just not what he is right now. The two championship teams, he was in and out of the lineup. Yeah, like a yeah. 10, 11 minutes a night. And if he didn't, and then he might sit out and then play the game after that. So he's he, he's a he's a great guy to have in the room. He's a great guy to have in the corners. I've been dying and wanting a right-handed physical defenseman that can stop a cycle in their own zone for a long time. So it's good to have. But as far as like being a one B type of guy that's playing twenty-five minutes a night, that that's just not going to happen. Well, I mean. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly called him the human eraser. I've never heard anybody call him that before because that's what he does. He just you know, finishes people with his checks. But I don't think he's coming here thinking he's going to be a top herring defenseman. He knows his Nobody role. Nobody should think that. No, he knows his role. And as we saw yesterday, him playing with Morgan Ryan, they played seven defensemen, so there was a lot of rotation. But if you looked at the Edmonton game and the way the pairings were, it was Riley and Hall, and I would imagine they were holding that spot for Luke Shen. Wouldn't it be more feasible for the Maple Leafs to maybe limit Morgan Riley's role a little bit, maybe as a second pair, 
defenseman and let Brody and, and McCabe's looked really good so far in his first two games. I don't know, Carl. And use those two guys as top two guys? I think, I think Riley's a stud, and he has to trend in the direction of getting his game back. He is not like a, <clears throat> a, a typical 1A defenseman where it's, you know, 27 minutes a night. He's not, he's, he's not that ultra stud on defense back there, but he's got to be their guy. Oh, and absolutely. log a lot of minutes and yeah. lug the puck and carry it and be smart with the puck, quarterback, the power play. He, I think he just has to keep going out there and getting his rhythm back because since he's come back from injury, he really hasn't gotten back to his A game. No. And he needs to find that. He desperately needs to find that come playoff time. Where do you stand on the Maple Leafs' chances now? They're playing Tampa in the first round. We know their playoff success. Do you believe the moves they made give them a better chance to win? Like, Do you feel better about when playoff comes around? They have as good a chance as the top teams do. You can't just sit here and say, the Boston Bruins are so good, and they got Orloff, and they got Bertuzzi, and they're just unstoppable right now. And I've talked about it a lot on our show. If you play the Tampa Bay Lightning and you ultimately get through, you never know what happened. Look what happened a couple years There's ago. There's eight teams left when you get to the second round. That's exactly right. And we saw what happened with Tampa. It's all about the path, and sometimes the path after the first round. We've seen how intense the first round is. And if somebody gets knocked off like Columbus did to Tampa, I'm sure the Bruins were thinking, and they ultimately made it to the Stanley Cup that year yeah. and lost to St. Louis, but it's like second round we're playing Columbus. Yeah. And they mopped them up quite handily, so that's what you have to do. There can be an injury, and that's why physicality is so important in the playoffs because you never know when that one hit can take a guy out of a series. But if you're not going to hit, you're just upping the chances of them staying healthy, and that's not the way to go about business. Well, Luke Shen definitely will be laying a lot of hits. I think he had four eraser, last night. Buddy. Man, is he just vicious with the stick, too. He'd be one of the least blessed guys. School, he is old school and... <laughs> An absolute nasty force in the back end. 11 minutes, but also very nasty. Great to see you, Jeff. Thanks for You're having me, You're the man. Give me some yeah, daps. Stap it up. There we go. Can we make this more of a routine once a week? You come into the show? I think it's a good idea. Studio? You know, early in, in Jeff's radio career, <laughs> I remember times he came in, was doing the morning show, was coming down to the rink doing 10 to noon. This guy, back in the day, loved morning I mean, radio. You're texting me at 6 in the morning. You're up anyways, no? Yeah, but you can call me. I'm not driving in here. <laughs> it's a little bit of a, it's a little I don't bit of a different drive in for feeling. my own show. I'm not driving in for yours. Uh, you can see the O-Dog on Trade Center starting at 8 a.m. You can watch him every Monday to Friday from 4 to 7 on Overdrive as well. That's Jeff O'Neill. We are first up. This is TSN 1050.